0: n-e-t-s-u-i-t-e dot com slash w-t-f all right let's do this how are you what the fuckers what the fuck buddies what the fucking ears what the fuckadelics what the fuck nicks what's happening i'm mark maron this is my uh podcast So I'm excited to tell you that we're setting up some live events for the release of Waiting for the Punch, Words to Live By from the WTF podcast. All right, here we go. New York City. I will be at the Barnes & Noble at Union Square Tuesday evening, October 10th at 7 p.m. That's the day the book comes out. So come by, hear me and Brendan do our thing. Get a signed copy of the book. It'll be great. Then San Francisco, Come see us as part of Litquake. We'll be at the new Mission Alamo Draft House. Same deal. We'll talk. We'll answer questions. We'll sign books. Go to litquake.org for tickets to that one. And we'll be announcing other events soon. Don't forget to pre-order your copy of the book, which now lets you enter the sweepstakes to win a Casper mattress or a luggage set from Away. Go to markmarinbook.com to pre-order and enter. Also, the new cat mugs are in. If you want to get a cat mug just like the ones I give to my guests there's a new batch available from our mug guy brian jones they're available now go to brianrjones.com to get your mug a very fine gift idea as well you want a cat update i can do that monkey is fine he's a little beat up he's i gotta cut buster's nails because buster's beating up on monkey and scabbing him up a bit the old guy's taking some hits, don't really know what to do about it. I squirt the little fucker with the water, but now he's taken to that. So uh, there, there comes a point where uh, you have very little power over the insanity of, uh, of, a, of a crazy cat. LaFonda's fine. He doesn't fuck with LaFonda because LaFonda's a tough little tough little fucker. The outdoor guys are fine. Big head seems to be coming around. I, d- I, d- I got no validation. I think I brought it up to you people once before. He's still got his balls and his head is enormous. Do those Are those connected somehow? Sarah the Painter seems to think so. I'll believe her, but I'd like to know more. If you if you want to reach out, let it be about the, the existence of balls on cats and their relation to the jowls of cats who want to fuck. Angry too? Um, he's fine. He's out front. I see him occasionally. So that's what's happening sometimes these days where i gotta talk i don't always know what to say but i did get an interesting email and subject line harry dean stanton did he actually reveal more than you thought i i do not publicly express my feelings as i've said about my interviews anymore we reposted that harry dean stanton with the original intro and that was one of the last times i really did that in terms of reflecting on the conversation And this guy just said, hello, Mark, I'm a clinical psychologist and new to your podcast. And I listened with interest to your interview with Harry Dean Stanton, a great loss. Maybe I'm missing the point, and it was a journalistic device, but I thought you might have got a lot more out of Harry Dean Stanton than you thought. I think he told you what his underlying pain was. He told you that he always thought his mom loved his brother more than him. You can imagine what that would be like for a person, that your mom didn't love you. He then told you that he wasn't sure whether his mom had ever seen any of his films. You can imagine what that is like for a successful actor and son. And he also told you about the broken heart, which he mended. And sent back to his mom towards the end of her life. Was he being metaphorical? Either way, a symbolic gesture. Anyway, get in touch if you would like to explore this further. Best wishes and keep up the good work. I don't consider myself a psychiatrist or a therapist or even a journalist, but sometimes I don't, you know, I can't put everything together when I'm sitting there listening to it, when I'm sitting there in the moment, in the present, talking and thinking and engaging. Not until afterwards can I do that. And then a lot of times I don't listen to these things afterwards. I don't listen to the conversations. Brendan listens to them because he, he's the one that puts the show together. But after I have them, I don't. So that was that was encouraging and, and nice to hear that a professional in the mental health business or a professional at somebody making connections, which I do in the present, but he was hard for me, Uh, made those connections. So I don't know. I'm not tooting my own horn. I wasn't there to excavate you know Harry Dean's you know psyche I was just there to have a conversation which I as I've said I <laughs> was a little tricky for me but it was nice that uh, that that was put into perspective and context and now and now I feel better about it that's a that's a good psychologist I should get in touch with that guy to see on a regular basis I wonder what city is in because he just made me feel okay about what I do and am my insecurities and and uh, maybe I shouldn't have them in relation to that which i don't occasionally i'll tell you though man without the nicotine without the caffeine and the coffee form without you know oh yeah you, know, you do it you, you, you know i'm mean, I a little raw did i mention that i have pete davidson on the show today what a what a great guy what a great kid can i say that great kid that pete davidson i can say that without being condescending compared to me he's a kid he that was a that, was a, that That's a hell of a talk we had. It's coming up here in a second. Oh, there's another thing. A while back, it must be years ago already, I had uh, one of my favorite illustrators on, Drew Friedman. He is a, I would call him a satirist. He's done several books, uh, uh, and he's done amazing portraits of people. They're very disturbing and compelling. He's done a series of uh, old Jewish comics books. He's done... He, 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 he drew's got a lot of books out, but nonetheless, he did that portrait of me and uh, a while back. And that, that in and of itself was an honor, but he has put the portrait of me in his new book called chosen people. Drew Friedman's chosen people. I am in the company of Frank Zappa, Howlin' Wolf, Muddy Waters, S. Clay Wilson, Jeff Ross, uh, comic artist, Chris Ware, um, Uh, Oliver Stone, Barbara Streisand. Who else is in here? (laughs) So many Pepitones in here. Zero Mostel and Gene Wilder. Elaine May. Groucho Marx. These are, I love the, I love, I love his portraits. Ernie Kovacs. Wow. Anyway, Kimmel's in here too. A lot of old comics. A lot of interesting choices. I'll tell you that. But, um, thrilled and honored to be a part of the collection just telling you just te- he's got a picture of his dad in there the uh, the the brilliant dark writer bruce j friedman so anyways not a paid for plug but i just wanted to put it out there that i i am definitely honored to be part of that collection it's one thing meeting your heroes it's another thing to be drawn by one of your heroes and then yet another thing to be put in his book right that's right Pete Davidson got pretty real with me here and uh, I really love talking to him. He is a, he's a sweet kid. Can I say that? It's not not an insult, Pete. You're a good kid. You're a good. I like you. You're a good kid. He's a grown man. But uh, he is part of the 43rd season of Saturday Night Live, which premieres September 30th on NBC with host Ryan Gosling and musical guest Jay-Z and this is me talking to Pete Davidson. Podcasts. Dodge here. I am always amazed when people my age still smoke. Like, God bless them. Yeah. There's no way, after a certain point with cigarettes, where you don't feel like this is just killing me. No, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: We <laughs> usually want at, at, like at night when you're watching TV and you're laying on your back and you're like wheezing. Yeah, yeah. And and then for some reason it doesn't go away unless you smoke another cigarette. It's, oh god.
0: Yeah. So are you are, are you going back and forth on the vape to the thing?
1: I quit six for like 3 months and then like I had one.
0: With nothing though, you quit with nothing. I was like, doing the vape. Oh, you were doing the vape. Yeah. So you weren't off the nicotine.
1: No, I wasn't off the nicotine, but I had one at work and then I and then I was like, "You know
0: what? I'll just have another one." It's over. And once you have one, it really yep. is over. You got you got the thing though then. You got the bug. Oh you yeah. Know, <laughs> I've I do everything to the most extreme. Yeah, and you just like there's no right. Yeah. Like if I think about drinking again, there's no sort of like you're just you're gonna have, have a beer here you're and there. Go right back in there. Oh fuck yeah, man. When yeah. I think about having a beer, I'm like, why not do that every day? Right. Wait, why would you not do it every day? Right. Weed, same thing. Why would I not do it every day? Why not? I know. That's the way the brain works, so I just have to. And then stop. you're like,
1: I get my stuff done. Yeah, right. You know, kinda. But like, we can do that because I know. If we do this.
0: Yeah, we get. You got a little more space, but right. then you start to wonder. It's like, am I doing all the stuff I could be doing? Right. Eventually, with weed, though, I don't know, like what your experience was with it. I just, I, my brain is very active, and like my perception, I feel good and everything. But uh I don't know. I I start to feel like I'm detached from from real life. You know, like yeah. from. Like, you know, you wake up, you're like, I don't know if I'm still high. Am I still high? And then you get high and you're always like one step to the side of everything, which is nice. Yeah. If you want to observe like that.
1: But sometimes you just want to be like on. Right. Yeah. And you can't because you're like stuck. Yeah. For like days. Yeah, exactly. I used to smoke weed every single day, all day for eight years.
0: Eight years. Until like last year. When did you start that? Um, How old are you now? I am 23. Oh, so you're like a, a, you're young. Yeah. So when you were like in fifteen or something?
1: Yeah, I was like sixteen, and I started smoking weed because I I just didn't have any friends, and then I got invited to this party because I was around the because <laughs> I lived around the corner, yeah, and I was like actually around when the person invited another person, <laughs> and I've never been invited before, so I was just like fuck it, I'm gonna go, and they were all like twenty twenty years old, and I was like sixteen, and they were smoking weed, and I was like. <laughs> All and then right. I became like their little man. Yeah, yeah. And then like I hung out with them So I get
0: the cat stoned. Yeah, it's how yeah, I made let's friends. Get, let's get Pete stoned. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, man. That's the worst feeling when you kind of get invited to something just because you're there. Oh, yeah. Hey, you want to come? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: When I was like 16, I'd never been invited before. I was like, "Fuck it." I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna go. And, and then I the... got caught when I got home uh, because I was wearing sunglasses
0: oh yeah there's a giveaway yeah Lee.
1: at 10 o'clock at night when
0: you're a teenager you yeah, come home wearing sunglasses home wearing something you're message. almost like asking yeah you like advertising <laughs> who caught you your mom yeah so like let's get i don't know the whole history of you where'd you grow up uh i grew up in staten island new york See, that's like you got to tell me some shit about Staten Island.
1: Okay, it's a terrible place, Mark. (laughs) It's no, like everybody thinks I'm joking when I'm just because. No,
0: that's not. That's the reputation it gets. You're not surprising anybody. Nobody's saying like, "Oh my God, I thought Staten Island was a vacation island." Here's the. This is. I told my girlfriend
1: this the other day. I kind of. You guys are
0: together still. We're together. Okay, good.
1: Yeah. All right. And uh, I had like this realization. Um, I was because like I always thought there was something wrong with me. Right. My whole entire life, I was like, I have no (laughs) friends. You know, I've been to like three different schools. Everybody hates me. Uh-huh. Everybody hates me. Nobody yeah. likes me. Mm-hmm. So it has to be me, right? And then I left Staten Island, and I was like, it was literally everybody else. Really, it was everybody else.
0: It was so. It, so you mean everyone hated Staten Island?
1: No, I just think I. I just think it was a bad place. Oh, I just oh, think I see. Like I always thought, there was something wrong. There is something wrong with me, but right. like I was like, it can't be everybody, right? Like, right. Every single person hates me. for So it
0: was unique to Staten Island that everybody didn't like you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like everybody, there's a Trump person. Yeah. Pretty. Like pretty much. Right. It's the only red place in,
0: in New, New York. York. Well, my so. feeling of it was the only other guy I know from Staten Island is Eddie Pepitone. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, when I was in New York, you know, you, you know, of course, everyone knows the dump is there. Yeah. But then there was like this, you know, you just thought like, well, a lot of like mafia there and there's a lot of cops there. It was this weird place where it was just sort of like, just like, you know, you know, criminals and cops and just, you know, alpha monsters right. roaming the streets yeah. with the dump in the background. <laughs> but who are the people? Why were you there? Was it your family from there? My whole family was.
1: Born and raised... Your grandparents. Yeah, very... Well, they moved to Jersey, like, later on, like, in their
0: 50s. uh, To get out, everybody moved to Jersey. That's how bad Staten Island is. To get out, you go to Jersey.
1: That's, like, the dream of a Staten Island family. Like, one day we'll retire... To the shore? Yeah, and move to Jersey. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I can... You know, Jersey's nice. I can't badmouth Jersey. I've grown... Because it is part of my past, and my grandparents are there. I spent a lot of my childhood there. and Yeah, me too. It, and it's nice. I mean, it's like you know, it's very green, it's very lush. There was yeah. good fruit. I remember maybe that was just my grandparents. There was always a lot of fruit around. No, not my, <laughs> not your
1: family. No, a very Irish, very unhealthy family.
0: Well, did uh, did they have stories of when Staten Island was great?
1: I don't know what they loved it. Everybody from Staten Island that's lived there and still lives there seems to love it.
0: I guess it's a like-minded thing. Yeah, like
1: th- my friends, like like my group of like people. Yeah, like my age group. Yeah. are the first ones I think to start to realize that it kind of sucks because I you're was. You're the generation. Yeah, I remember being. I'm like. I remember, once
0: everyone got pictures of other places. You yeah. Like,
1: once the internet happened, you're like, oh look. No, yeah, what's, like, I, I think it finally, this, like, Trump thing, I think, really fucked everybody oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it really, like, separated a lot of families and oh, yeah? people look at people differently. Oh, and, yeah? Yeah, on, like, a intellectual type thing.
0: Well, I'm not sure what it's going to take to get people to turn on this guy, but some people are.
1: It's, like, ridiculous.
0: Yeah. The whole family. There's a the commitment to, like, well, I think those type of New Yorkers... I don't know. They just they they they'll they'll uh, you know let him off the hook for everything because they like his attitude. Right. It's a very specific type of New York bigot.
1: No, yeah, my family's the type of people that are like. Oh, he's hilarious.
0: Right, you right, know? right. And also they're like, fuck them. Yeah, they like, no, no, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah, them. Yeah, they like it. Yeah, I think it's exciting. Right, it has got nothing to do with policy or lying nothing. or or. Uh, it's you all know. swag. Yeah, it's swag and bigotry. Right, and there's a <laughs> there, there's definitely a certain type of like Queens, I imagine Staten Island racist guy right. that everyone knows. Yeah. Like, so he's like most of those people yeah. of that generation. He speaks to them. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 It's a, it's an old New York type. It's just, uh, I'm just sort of surprised that what surprised me most about him is just how, how the, uh, the sort of, uh, you know, right wing Christians have latched onto him because they're, you know, this is their window. So they're <laughs> like, we'll, we'll make a deal with literally Satan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to, to meet our agenda. I've never met, a, I've never seen a more satanic guy, just a charming guy that never speaks a word of truth, and, you know, he's completely morally bankrupt, and people are like, I love this guy. Yeah, it's insane.
1: That's It's, it's the devil. It's to the point where I don't even know what to say about it anymore.
0: It's hard it's to just, talk about. It
1: just, it keeps going.
0: That's part of the plan, though, to get us all exhausted and frightened. It's terrible. It's working.
1: I can't think about anything else. You can't. It's just shoved down your throat.
0: You keep pick, you keep looking at the phone.
1: I just keep looking at it. I'm yeah. just like so cu- just reading articles all day yeah. about something I can't do anything about.
0: That's right. The power. I can't richness.
1: change anything. Yeah, but I'm so infatuated with all this information.
0: It's hard to filter because a lot of times it's the same article taken on by a bunch of different angles. Right. And then there's opinion pieces. Where what? I'm like, is this a real article? Is oh, it's someone's point of view. Okay, like I have to differentiate because you just go by the clickbait, you just go by the headlines. You're like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. So Staten Island. So you're there, You're there in the in the weird darkness of Staten Island. Yeah. And you know, you're so when you were growing up, what'd your mom do? What, you, what your dad was in the was in the fire department when you were a kid?
1: Yeah, my dad was a fireman. Uh, and my mom was a nurse. Very typical Staten Island type of... And she worked at the hospital in
0: Staten Island? She worked
1: at the hospital in Staten Island. Um, Is she a nice lady? She's a sweet lady. Oh, good. My mom's the best. Okay, good. Yeah, she's a very, very nice lady. I I
0: don't like knowing that nurses are monsters.
1: No. (laughs) No, there's good people in Staten Island. It's just a whole the vibe the of it. vibe and the aura of it is right is right pretty awful something <laughs> just seems off it it's just so seems close like, to uh, the museums like right like you know when the walking dead first starts <laughs> yeah. and you go outside and you look around and it's just very desolate <laughs> yeah it feels exactly like that every time i get over the bridge
0: <laughs> and you know the dead people yeah <laughs> you know like oh there he is the guy yeah. went to high school with
1: still at the pizza place <laughs> still like 25 years old still like what's up Pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking come back home. They're all still like that.
0: Yeah. Well, what do you think is going to happen? That
1: Island is filled with people who peaked in high school. Right. That's what. It, it's yeah. still like this 17-year-old macho mentality yeah. that they carry through the rest. Yeah, I fucked that girl. I made gave a her pregnant. Yeah. And they're uh, like proud. And right, like, right. Everybody has babies when they're like 19. And they start a family, and then they make those people like th- like them.
0: Yeah, they're exactly. And that's different.
1: why it keeps getting worse. Most people haven't let that are born there don't leave. Yeah. Like they never go to the city.
0: Island people are weird. Like in general, going to the but- city,
1: the first time I went, I was like, "What the fuck is this place? This <laughs> is insane." <There's> people selling <laughs> hot dogs on the street you how, know how old were you i was fucking like 14 years old the,
0: you were 14 i mean i
1: went to the city like once or t- like twice to see the tree or yeah. whatever or, yeah, right. but <laughs> right. like you, you know that doesn't it just feels like a mom right. type trip right
0: like, but as a separate kind of person i went by
1: myself i fucking flipped out it was the craziest thing that's c- ever happened i can't
0: me. believe it was that long no it was incredible 14 yeah Oh, my, it's like you were, like, uh, in prison.
1: Yeah. I've never been to Manhattan. I've been to, like, Brooklyn and, like, Staten Island, but
0: that's pretty much it. What, because you have family in Jersey? My
1: dad worked in Brooklyn Heights. That was where the firehouse was.
0: Oh, he was. Oh, that's, so every day he had to go over there? Yeah. So when you were a kid, did you go to the firehouse and shit?
1: I went a bunch. Yeah. I really liked the firehouse. I thought it was, sure, like, really great. cool. And it was also, like, you know... It was cool. You get to go down the pole. Sure. And, like, yeah. and
0: firehouses in New York are spectacular. Yeah. They, they're they just so glorious. It's really cool. And they're, yeah.
1: they're like little heroes. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody loves firemen.
0: Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. There's that one that used to... there was one, There's one down by the old... Uh, on Third uh, Street, you know, that used to be right next to the Boston Comedy Club that I think that Anderson Cooper made into a condo. And then there's <laughs> that one... There's that one right on, like, you know, like at Third and, like, Bowery. There's a big, beautiful one. It's one of my favorite buildings in Oh, yeah, in the New ones York. down there
1: are really nice.
0: They're just glorious. I mean, they're really old, I think. Yeah. So your dad was a fireman. Now, I guess most people know what happened, but what? Right. How? what happened?
1: So uh, he died nine eleven. Oh right.
0: So plane flew into building.
1: Plane. Uh, so a plane flew into a building. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And then uh, they were actually the first truck over the bridge. Your like, dad's truck was. Yeah, because it was right next to the World Trade Center. Yeah. Because of Brooklyn Heights and right. The bridge yeah. Was right. Right, there. right. Right. So they were like one of the first people there, and then yeah. the whole pretty much the whole firehouse was gone.
0: And how old were you?
1: Uh, seven.
0: So you knew all these guys. Yeah. Like, you'd go to the, the station house and Yeah, they were like my
1: friends. Yeah you, know, was, yeah. you know, I was there all the time. Oh, so. so
0: fucking awful,
1: dude. Yeah, it was pretty rough. It's and, still a little rough.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know that you, you ever really fully get over something like that. So, it, so like, you're seven, so you can barely process what happened.
1: Yeah, I know. All I knew was I got everybody started getting picked up from school. Yeah. For like. In Staten Island. In Staten Island. Yeah. You know, and my dad worked and my mom was working. So, like, I was like one of the last people to get picked up. Yeah. Who and picked you up? My mom picked me up. Yeah. And then I just went to I think my mom's cousin's house and then she was like you're not allowed to watch TV. She's like no TV for you. So I thought I was in trouble. Yeah. I didn't know like what was going on. I yeah. just, so I and didn't And she really, probably
0: didn't quite know either, right? No, nobody really knew until right. like
1: a week or so. Really But it had away.
0: but by the time you got picked up, both towers had fallen. I'm pretty
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It, what a what a fucking time! We were I mean, all set, so nobody was telling us what was going on. You're just a bunch of we're, kids. They in a were room? just like school's done, and we yeah. were all like, "Awesome! Let, yeah, let's get out of here!" Yeah, you know. I didn't really find out. But I was just like, eventually, like a day or two went by, from what I can remember, and I was like, "Where's Dad?" And right? Then, like she had to explain. And my parents just got divorced at that point, like, six months ago. So you'd just been through that hell? So it was just really rough then, and then it started to look like it was starting to get used to both sides, and then that happened, and then, like, you know, my mom was like, if he comes home, we'll get back together. It was. Oh, really? Yeah, it was fucked up. It wasn't really cool. And my sister was three, so, like, it was like...
0: Oh, my God. So so your mom said, like, you know, to, to sort of buffer it... Yeah. She said, if he comes back, we'll get back together. Yeah. Though hope was slim. Yeah.
1: She was probably deep in her mind, like, don't fucking be alive. I don't want to get back Oh, again. God. No, <laughs> no, no. Kidding. No, no but yeah. It was very... What
0: what, what were they like together? Do you remember? From what I can remember,
1: I was... Set, so I have like a year maybe of memories. Like yeah. I remember it in pictures. I remember a happy family. don't sure. remember... Once in a while, I would remember them fighting, and then I remember like hiding under my bed. Yeah. Maybe like a handful of times. Right um and then i just remember them being like hey we're not going to live together anymore and i was like oh, okay oh, yeah you know so i don't really was remember he close much. by uh yeah he wasn't too far away. yeah
0: but was- that so that happened like a few months before the the horrible thing
1: that probably happened like it i would say nine months the most I so when, remember
0: so when your mom tells you this that you know they're looking is that what she said that they're you know they're still looking for people how she framed right
1: it? She was like, "Yeah, we don't know. He could be under something." And oh right. Oh, we that's were, right. At this at this point, we're just like, because they haven't found, they didn't find. They had a rough time finding people. Yeah, so, right. There
0: was weeks of that. You know, yeah. maybe there's still people alive in the wreckage.
1: Yeah. So there was like a rumor that like he was <sighs> there's a hotel in there or like some sort of a lobby uh-huh. there. Yeah, right. And he was allegedly seen helping a bellhop and a group of people. Or, oh right. I don't know if it was a bellhop, some sort of a bellhop type guy. Yeah. So we thought maybe he was like trapped in a kitchen and it was like food everywhere and like right right just chilling yeah you make up a lot of shit when when, you're a kid huh? yeah so
0: so then when did it really sort of like uh sink in
1: i don't a lot of it i don't remember but i know it was like probably a week or two where we were just like everybody you know devastated yeah and then like and here's how shitty staten island kids are yeah i still got picked on like the next day
0: and they knew yeah did they pick on you with that? No. Oh. But it was just
1: still mean, just still like, fuck this kid. Like yeah, I actually had one kid be like, he actually became my friend for a little bit. Um, and he was like, uh, I'm inviting you over because my mom told me to. Because your dad died. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's how he put it? It was in third grade. I was like, okay, I'll see, see you Friday after school. <laughs>
0: That's fucking heartbreaking. It was
1: fucking awful. Though. Why did
0: they pick on you to begin with? What I was your know, particular vulnerability that they all decided to bu- bully I you?
1: was funny looking. Yeah. Um. I used to rip my hair out of my head.
0: Before or after?
1: After. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, I had, I, when I was in fourth grade, I was like bald. I looked like I had, you know. like From ripping your hair out? Ripped all my hair out. Do you
0: know what compelled you to do that?
1: It, I don't know. It was just like a tick after that happened. I just couldn't stop
0: really swirling
1: and ripping my hair out
0: what else what other things happen like physically
1: um i don't
0: you don't remember i was
1: i know i was, I was in therapy like the you know i was in therapy a few months before it happened because I of the divorce like family thing yeah. yeah and then it just prog- like i just continued with that. the same guy uh, same lady and then just like when that happened since all the kids were so young i, th- I think like a lot of like one time this these Doctors from like Columbia like came over my house and like interviewed me and I think they were doing like a lot of like research
0: maybe studying the studying the kids the nine eleven kids
1: yeah and they would ask me like really fucked up questions they would like be like do you think your dad's alive though like do you think he's like out there yeah with United? that tone yeah you, yeah like and I'm like no <laughs> if he is he's a dick if he's <laughs> fucking hanging out there yeah yeah not coming home but like yeah it was like a lot of like I would go to like Cornell.
0: Really? They brought they like a bunch of kids.
1: I I assume I know I had a really rough time. I don't know how anybody else really handled it, but like I would have to go all the way to the city to do like that. Yeah. So like it was.
0: Were there other kids in your neighborhood that lost their parents?
1: No, I didn't really know anybody uh, until there was this 9/11 camp that they had. Get out. This is called America's Camp. Really? It was a camp for all the children who lost a parent. Really? Uh, It was fucking awesome, dude. It was sick.
0: How, like the year after it went?
1: Maybe two years after they started it or yeah. a year after. Right. And then it went for like until everybody turned like 17. And so you started. go every year? I went for five years. I, I think my mom waited like two or three years to see because she was too like scared to yeah. send me. But then once you went and it was like just all these kids that are all pretty much the same age. And well, that's
0: sort of like amazing.
1: It's incre- it was incredible. It was a really good time in my life, and I have a lot of good memories from that. And all the counselors, they come from all over the world. So, like, people from, like, Ireland, Wales. Really? Like, Welsh people, and, like, people from England. Like, hardly any, like, Americans.
0: How many kids?
1: Uh, It was probably, like, two maybe two 300 in the camp. really I, I pr- i'm pretty sure
0: that's like a beautiful thing
1: yeah because and then like my sister started going because she got old enough and then we went together yeah it was really really sweet
0: and it was just a regular camp did, you, did any of you guys uh the kids talk about it i mean was there any like did they i yeah. mean it was sort of hanging over the camp yeah. you all knew yeah. why we you all were knew there. why we were there
1: <laughs> but like right. it, i think like one of the main rules was like don't yeah like yeah like yeah, yeah. shaking like something in your face like yeah. here's ice cream or yeah, whatever right. so like but there would be like moments where like uh at the end of the camp like last night where they have like campfire or whatever uh-huh and they're like you know why we're all here and they have like very nice like poems and people read stuff and they had like taylor swift performed at our camp really when, but she was like 15 right or whatever like so they got people to come and play and it was really, it was really nice. Oh,
0: that's a beautiful. It could point. have
1: been the worst fucking thing ever. Uh, yeah, if it if, could have been really
0: bad, but yeah, I guess it was really a matter of of how it was run. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, how could it have been bad if everybody was just you know miserable? But your kids.
1: Yeah, I think they did a really good job at distracting people, and they also they had like this room called like the volcano room, yeah, which is just like a bunch of punching bags and like really you could, like smash stuff and like break walls and like
0: and was that popular yeah it
1: was very popular <laughs> it was uh it was a lot it was always like it would be funny like kayaking they'd be like anybody want to go we have 10 places yeah and like volcano room will be sold out to like thursday <laughs> with like a line go, around the corner
0: go, go hit shit yeah oh that's fucking beautiful so it was yeah. boys and girls all ages i guess up yeah. to what 16 17 up to 16
1: 17 and then if you turn 16 17 you become a counselor
0: but you didn't do that
1: uh i did for like a year oh yeah yeah for like one of the last years,
0: and how how did your sister how does his, does your sister have any memories of this stuff? Did she process it differently than you? Or what?
1: I don't think she knows who the dude is. Yeah, to be honest right, with you, right? Right. But um, it definitely affects her. But I don't know if like me and my sister aren't really like the closest, right? You know, like since like I moved out and like I'm, we're kind of at that she's in college, I'm doing this yeah. type thing. What's a
0: four year difference? Four year difference. Yeah.
1: So. You know, we talk about it. Obviously, makes her sad, but I don't know if it like if she knew, it's worse for her or or better. Right, I, I right. don't know. I could see like the positives to both sides. Did not
0: yet, yeah, because like you, you
1: have a little bit of a memory. I, personally, I would like to not know. Right. I wish I was in her position
0: like you didn't know the guys at the firehouse yeah. you didn't know you know your dad you didn't yeah. Ha- yeah, yeah yeah.
1: I would like to just start no dad
0: yeah I would love right. to do
1: that instead of watching because that it kind of taught me what like death is
0: yeah and too, like too young in a way
1: yeah that life could just be taken. you know like usually you get to high school a couple kids you know kill themselves in their garage yeah right you know a car, you, accident. Yeah, car accident you kind of like grandparent dies
0: yeah you, you start yeah.
1: like realize you're like oh okay we're not invincible right but like right. right out the fucking gate and like, something
0: that global and yeah that horrible it was the,
1: at a the time the biggest biggest tragedy that's ever happened it still
0: is in, in a lot of ways yeah you know it's it's, it's completely it's definitely top three yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's right up there yeah. us tragedy people we fight about it all the time at our meetings but
0: <laughs> um <laughs> but but you know it, it it is it's astounding that camp story is just beautiful I, I wonder whose idea that was do you know
1: i don't know exactly whose idea it was where I, was it it was in uh massachusetts um on like like a lake like a like, right like a, a, a real phenomenal. camp went there yeah and uh yeah and it was
0: what for like two weeks four weeks it was a week a week a week yeah it's phenomenal and like all these people from all over the world so you're seeing you know like a global community around yeah. that
1: it's just this whole group just and every every counselor was just like incredible yeah. and like so sweet and like there was no problems it was, it was really a great, that's a great story yeah
0: so like as you go so you're you're doing the camp every summer but you know you're still in high school and you're still getting shit and then you know what What's playing out for you in high school around in retrospect that you can attach to you know the the tragedy how know? am
1: I doing in school? Well yeah, I'm acting of- out a lot in elementary school I acted out a lot I was like, known as like a crazy kid yeah you know people would laugh at me and with me yeah like i would i was a dude that would make someone laugh and then keep hammering away at the same thing and not stopping
0: and then everyone stops and then everyone
1: eventually is like dude we're trying to like study like (laughs) you fucking like chill yeah yeah so yeah i it was like and then when i got to high school i kind of was like quiet and i started doing like these videos for uh the news channel in the yeah, morning for yeah. the school i used oh, to yeah? film the football team and then make like a highlight tape with like music in the background
0: straight up yeah no funny
1: not no funny right? like just like hits yeah, you know yeah. sync the music to the hits like so you're or, learning something. yeah i was yeah. having fun and then people were like these videos are incredible but nobody knew who i was right and then once people found out who it was they, they didn't like me Why? I don't know. I don't... It must have been my fault. There must have been something that I was doing, because, like, I can't explain to you, like... (laughs)
0: The the, just it, the 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 resentment like I was, don't
1: know what it was I really don't I mean like I, was I like probably annoying yes yeah. was I acting out yes but I wasn't like a mean person or like
0: you were probably kind of like I I think that from acting out after a certain point there's an annoying element to it but then you realize the person's probably you know fundamentally insecure needs attention's looking yeah. for something so why not bully that kid
1: yeah I don't know I, you know I bet like. Obviously, I'm the person you invite somewhere and you avoid yeah. at that time.
0: You know? <laughs> but I didn't get like,
1: invited. Though. I had like one friend. You know, we would hang out. We wouldn't go out. We weren't invited places. We would just sleep over each other's houses and like watch TV and movies.
0: How's that kid doing?
1: He's good he's I oh, good I, I don't talk to him much but uh, we like we're still friendly oh good you know good, he's yeah. very supportive and very nice yeah
0: um, so when do you you take the step to uh, you know to perform to actually perform as opposed to just acting out to act out with a context
1: yeah. well I was always a huge fan of comedy like I saw Eddie Murphy delirious when I was like 10 on the video I, I got a DVD yeah. and my mom thought it was an Eddie Murphy movie and we used to have like a one in the car yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. like Tahoes that have sure so we were playing it and she was obviously flipping out and right with said, the language and everything yeah. but she was cool when she was like you could watch it like at right. home just like not around just <laughs> sister." there and I was like <laughs> tense I was like oh fuck alright yeah, cool yeah, yeah, you know yeah. so I got very into
0: that's cool. so she gave you a little uh, a longer leash yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. she yeah. let me get away Kid's with... been through a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let him watch the dirty yeah. black guy. Yeah. <laughs> and that and that planted the seed.
1: Yeah. Then I just became like obsessed, and I've it was to the point where I could do the whole special. Oh really? Yeah. And then Dane Cook came out. Yeah. And I was like, thirteen, yeah. fourteen. And that was the My that was space. The, that was the time. That was like the time to- I've never even heard of like a comedian like albums coming out, right? Like you know, so yeah. he was a really big fucking deal. Yeah like especially kids like us yeah like we would go nuts
0: right on staten island yeah yeah
1: yeah everybody would lose their mind um and then when i was like 16 i was in uh high school did you
0: tell dane that
1: i i did i did tell him how'd he take it yeah well he's you know he yeah. he knows yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a funny thing when you start meeting your heroes oh, yeah yeah
0: yeah you get to do that right yeah you get to do that did you meet eddie um, never. Not yet? Oh, I
1: did. I met him once uh, at uh, an SNL thing. It was, like, right before the 40th yeah. uh, anniversary special, and uh, he was there, and I just went up to him, and I was like, hey, man, just wanted to shake your hand, like, just like, yeah. nice to meet you, see you later, and he was like, how old are you? And I was like, 20, and he's like, you're going to be just fine. <laughs>
0: That's, that, that's what he said? Yeah, you would be just fine. That's, <laughs>
1: that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So he knew you were on the show. He yeah. wasn't like, who's the annoying kid? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah it was good. for
1: the first time. Right, it was, right. You know, yeah. Once I started doing comedy is when I started making friends. Right. That's when I met people that were exactly like me. And most comics also have a pretty horrible... P- past
0: of one kind or another yeah
1: something's off but yours you know? is very
0: specific yeah like you're, you're still gonna trump everybody else
1: yeah but comedians yeah. are so like they'll they'll be like yeah I understand yeah like yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. like I'm going through this as well I get it so I immediately just like loved stand up well you, when did you how did it happen that you first did it um there was I was on a basketball team and were uh, you good I was I was good yeah I was good I'm not like great mm-hmm. I could hit three pointers and I could play defense. I couldn't dribble or like do anything super could shoot good though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was like a stand-up competition in Staten Island at this place called the Looney Bin. The Looney Bin is a comedy club inside of a bowl- bowling alley.
0: I've done bowling alleys. Next
1: to a LA Fitness.
0: Oh, good. Perfect. Yeah,
1: and a Wendy's. And It's a in a mall? parking lot. It's like, no, it's in a parking lot. Okay. And it's like, yeah. So, yeah. you know, the thing about that club is like when you're bombing you just hear people bowling, bowling. and getting like strikes Stri- yeah
0: <laughs> so like who were the acts did you ever been there before
1: i've never been there um i just i just went my friend how old were you i was 16 and your friends talk you into it My ba- yeah the kids on my basketball team these two kids i would they would like be mean to me in front of the team yeah then, like when we were alone they'd be like hey man you, you should do that stand-up thing yeah
0: like there it was very weird yeah. but i took it so um That's weird. Where you you realize that 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 some of the fucking shit talk is just sort of like they still like you. They still like me. Yeah, there was like uh, there was (laughs) two kids on the team. Yeah,
1: and there was one kid on my back. I played basketball my whole life until I was a junior in high school. Uh huh. And this kid was always nice to me. And our parents were parent was friends. Yeah, and we would hang out. But if we were ever in front of anybody, I would just get. Abused,
0: yeah, for no reason, and then afterwards you'd be like, "Hey, and sorry, after, yeah, He'd be you like, know. "Hey,
1: man, you know I love you, yeah, right. yeah.
0: yeah But why don't why don't <laughs> why you not don't do you, that?
1: why don't you tell them that you love me? I mean, you know,
0: we <laughs> hang <laughs> out all the time, poor man. guy. Yeah, you, you, you got you got you got beat up. It you was it. so bad, couldn't you couldn't do nothing about it. Now I find it funny, right? But like
1: it was pretty it was pretty, pretty hurtful, shitty. yeah.
0: Well, I guess they just, I, I imagine, like, you must have been sort of like, you know, the the effect of losing a parent and having that weird kind of need and vulnerability and like, yeah. you're wanting to be friends with people. Yeah, it's like, so, please,
1: someone like me. Like, like, yeah. like me, yeah. 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 I was just like, please, I'm looking for any reassurance in anything, you know, and just Staten Island was the wrong place to be at that time. For that, it did. Yeah,
0: it doesn't come in. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, there's not a billboard when you get over the bridge. that says Staten Island, home of supportive people. Yeah,
1: I was even kind of the odd man out at that camp.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. oh no! Come on.
1: No. Okay. Wait, were you? No. I was, like, maybe early on, but then, like, like the first couple of days, but then eventually. Well, you imagine
0: it, w- it must have been interesting in the camp because you probably had, you know, the kids of, of, of public service people. Yeah. But also the kids of wealthy, you know, investors. Yeah, it's like everybody. The, the class diversity must have been yeah. profound. But also
1: everybody was from somewhere else but Staten Island. And they all seemed to have, like, friends at home and, like, stuff like this. So, like, it was all still. <laughs> you
0: were there representing Staten yeah, Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh that's wild. Yeah. So all right, so what do you do when you go do the comedy?
1: Um so I went there and there was like six people in the audience and I went I went off six. That's good, that's safe. Six to eight. My mom was at the bar. I didn't let her come in. (laughs) Yeah. Um and it went okay. it yeah. went okay, Okay is
0: good for eight, yeah, you know that's like three people laughing, yeah, that, that's
1: good. that's yeah. okay. There was a couple people laughing, and I what were you doing think. jokes? I was doing jokes like about like my dad, uh you know, I don't remember exactly what it was. I used to do this joke about a, I had a mongoose, and I used to my mom said I asked her if I can get a car, yeah, and she said I can get a mongoose uh-huh. and I got all excited and, and then it, you then got obviously it. I found out it was a bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, you know, yeah, I used to be like, you know, I'm 16, so you know, right. I'm into cougars. You know, yeah. is there any like 20
0: year olds? Yeah, hell, you yeah. know, okay. very good. hacky. No, uh, but but like it's good because you got the benefit of the doubt because you were a kid. And yeah, they, were gonna, they weren't going to be they weren't going to be like your friends, right, and yeah. be assholes to you. You're like you, they're at least going to be like, oh, look at the kid trying to do something.
1: Yeah, the kid act worked until I was like 18. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it stopped. And I right. actually had to start writing jokes. Right. Because I thought I would be able to like
0: skate by and do this. So right when you did it, you 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 realized like this is it?
1: Yeah, I, I was like this seems like a lot of fun. I would like to put as much effort and time into this as I can. Yeah, I stopped doing the basketball thing after yeah. school every day. I would go to the city to do open mics. You did for, like two three years, really? So yeah. like so
0: you're traveling in now. What was this stomach problem you had? Oh, I have Crohn's. Uh, that's all. All it's in the research. It's like yeah. his dad died on nine eleven. He's got Crohn's disease and he's on SNL. Yeah, Cro- Crohn's is <laughs> that's a, a that's, that's a good bio. Yeah, that's the bio. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> SNL is always the afterthought yeah. whenever anybody ever talks about right, right. nine eleven. Oh, nine eleven. Crohn's. Crappy oh. tummy. Yeah. And then nine eleven. And then <laughs> SNL. Life. Yeah. Um, what
0: the hell is that? I mean, I know. I don't know. I know one person. Maybe you had it.
1: Uh, it's like this disease where you you get, you shit all the time and you lose a lot of weight and you feel really sick and your stomach always hurts.
0: Is it stress related or is it disease re- what?
1: It's, I, I I am told I have a disease. I think stress makes it worse. Sure. But, um, you know, I got it when I was like, Maybe 17, 16, 17. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, and it was really bad, maybe even younger. It was really bad for like three years until we stopped going to like Staten Island doctors and like we went to this guy in the city and then immediately fixed it.
0: Really? Yeah, immediately fixed. Well, what were they doing on Staten Island? I don't
1: know. You know, I had people <laughs> looking in my butthole all the time, like, you know, doing all this shit, and like, nothing was working. I was just getting sicker and sicker, and then, it's you know, like I smoked like... a lot of weed, and like, tried to make it a little bit better, but then this guy, and- Just city, go to the city. Just yeah, They go got the... this thing called Remicade, which yeah. is an IV drip for like three hours, Yeah. and you just sit there, and then you feel good for like a month or two, and then you get another one. Really?
0: Yeah. So they, like, uh, Staten yeah, Island, just, they, were, they were just sort of like, we what what is I this? don't know what we're doing. Yeah. yeah don't was, eat the whatever. And my mom was a
1: nurse, so she'd be like, go to my friend. Go yeah, to this right, other sure, friend. This doctor, right. Yeah, you know, in Staten Island. Yeah. You know? You would think so. it's
0: so close to real medicine. I
1: know, there's real medicine <laughs> right. a bridge away. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy.
0: It's uh, I think it's indicative of uh, uh, probably a bigger problem in the health services in terms of certain communities, you know what right. I mean? Right. No, yeah. yeah.
1: So, you know, if.
0: You got it under control. We
1: got it under control now.
0: Do you still do it?
1: Do I still do shit? Yeah. Do I still shit? Yeah. yeah. Well, now it used to be like 30, 40 times a day. Come on. Yeah, when it was at its peak.
0: Come on.
1: Yeah. Uh, and yeah, my asshole just looks like a porn star's asshole. <laughs> it's just like a gape. <laughs> like always a Lot, lot, of, lot always of, open. Always open. A lot of flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for like two, three years, it would be like- 40, you know, oh my it would, but god! But it would be normal. It was to the point
0: where it was normal. And you just, was just that was just your life. And now
1: I go like once a day.
0: Oh, like a person, like
1: a person. No oh, good. And it is incredible. I don't
0: want to di- like. I'm going to hurt some people's feelings out there who have Crohn's disease or, you know, twice a day people. Yeah, I don't. No, mean yeah, that.
1: yeah, sometimes twice. Wow. You know, most three, but wow. you know, and, it's and a you treat. still do the treatment. I still do the treatment.
0: It's good that they have something.
1: Yeah, it's incredible.
0: So now you're, you're smoking weed. You're on an IV. You're yeah. going to the city. Yeah. To do stand up, where were you doing it?
1: Uh, I was doing a lot of like Lower East Side, any and comedy
0: clubs. Uh, Which know, one? Like Eastville. Oh, <laughs> Eastville. Broadway. Eastville's like got the worst sound. It is like, like, like it's a nice little room, but you like put a rug down. But, but what it's fucking tile. What's
1: crazy is when you first start, every room is incredible. Yeah, you're like this. This place exists, and I get to perform. Here. I still I'll
0: go to Eastville like because it's around the corner from where I stay in New York. Sometimes I'll just drop in there, and like I went there like it was. It was the the day the night before I did Carnegie Hall. I went in there with Nate Bargatze and just tanked. I just bombed, and I was like, (laughs) "I needed this. This is good. I'm about to do (laughs) Carnegie Hall tomorrow. I needed to be humbled by Eastville Comedy Club. Eastville Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's one of those weird rooms where the sound just bounces around a bit. Yeah. But you were doing like the. But uh, when did you get into the cellar? Uh, I got in at the probably salary. not till after SNL, right? No, before. Oh, good. I, I got, I got who, lucky. Who championed you?
1: Who championed me? Norton? No, who was it? Uh, I think my agent did it. At really? The time. Yeah. And
0: said, she and Esty just liked you. She yeah.
1: I got very lucky. I, yeah. think I was like ni- eighteen or 19. She wouldn't
0: let me in my HBO half hour, <laughs> and even then it was conditional. It's <laughs> <laughs> like ten years in. Yeah. She's like, all right.
1: No, I hear stories of people that are like, it took me like seven. You know, I just I kind of just walk right in.
0: And then it was hit or miss there. So, like, to yeah. the point where, like, I'm I, I'm wary now yeah. to call in for spots. Cause, like, like and I told You could them, just show up. I, I think I can now. You could show up. Yeah, I can yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. But there was a period there, like, you know, after the podcast and after, like, you know, I'd done, you know, I was a known guy where I wouldn't put in. Cause I, I didn't know, like, I forget which day to call. And I had this fear that I would be in New York for two days and I just want to sit there and, you know, eat the fucking, you know, uh, the wings. The there. wings and whatever and in uh, and, and the chicken skewers and just hang right. out with my friends and do like seven spots over Friday and Saturday. Right. But my fear is I'd call up. She's going, I have the one thirty on Friday. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I can't uh, do I it. I can't
1: do it. It's too late. Because yeah, I, well, I the 1.30 doesn't really start till 2. I know,
0: but I just didn't want to be that guy. Like, you know, Saturday, Mark Cohen is in town <laughs> and John Joseph is here. <laughs> is a tell has to do nine and, and shows she'll see you when
1: you haven't come by she'll be like why you no come by yeah yeah because I mean, you don't put me on yeah.
0: <laughs> no but uh but i i i'm i'm being mean she yeah she's gotten nicer She's the sweetest yeah yeah she's yeah. And, and the play seems good i just i don't think to put in there when i go i should just go over and do a set yeah uh, yeah wait just i don't go know what, over yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, you did a stand did the stand for a while so what else was around? Stand-Up New York?
1: Stand-Up New York. You were running around That doing... was like a big hike, though, for me.
0: Right, from Staten Island. Like, from Staten Island, you,
1: you, when you get in there, you're in, like, the financial district. So, yeah. like, going all the way up to 78. 78. Is like, is it was like, what the fuck?
0: So it was primarily the cellar, Eastville, the stand, and uh, Boston The cellar, not so. I was,
1: like, 18, 19. So just, it was just a... mostly bars. Oh, really? And, like, comics would have to, like- Oh, the comic shows. Yeah, like, yeah. comic shows, and then, like, oh, I did a couple bringer shows, Ooh. and then I kind of realized that, like- those aren't really the way to go when you're trying to <laughs> work, new work new material or do stand up at all yeah, i know just because like, I, I didn't you know, know like 20 be, comics yeah. waiting to get on i didn't know you became this guy that like you know they'll be like oh this guy could bring 20 people oh yeah so we're was gonna keep asking him to yeah, do yeah yeah and i was like they want to book me
0: yeah you're wearing out your friends yeah oh yeah. No, none of my friends come to
1: this day because of the first year <laughs> of stand-up and I'm like, well, you were watching it was awful. There was nobody there. I was like, they're like, no, I'm not going. You're doing
0: through. the same jokes that didn't yeah. work the last time. Yeah,
1: I, they're like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> they Buying
0: will, two drinks. They won't even and watch this. you on SNL. Can't yeah. do it. No, that's hilarious. So when did you finally start to kind of come into your own? When did you know? When did the seller happen? Who who else? Who'd you start with? You got friends that came up the uh, same time?
1: Jordan Rock. Oh yeah, uh, Ricky Velez. I don't know him. Um, who else was? Kind of Soder, uh-huh. Dan Soder. Uh huh. He's like he's been doing it way longer than me, and is a way better comic. But we all kind of started like popping off a little bit. Isn't
0: that nice when you time. kind of you find the dudes that you're yeah. hanging out with, you know, yeah. like or the or women, whatever. But with the people that are your generation, yeah, yeah, you like, like your group of guys, yeah, yeah, you it's know, the best,
1: yeah, doing like open mics together, go like, eat, like, getting like jealous morning. of each other and
0: stuff. Good mm-hmm. joke, asshole. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, you want to tag? Yeah, all right.
1: And then you like get mad if they give you a tag. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And then if it's yeah. good, you're yeah. like, "Fuck, can yeah. I use it? Can, can I use I- it though?" Yeah. <laughs> and Now you owe them one yeah, tag. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was never good at tags. I was like, if I ever suggested anything to anybody, it'd be the worst thing. You know, they'd go do it and just be like, "That not only did that bomb, <laughs> but it like it made people unhappy." I'm like, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I, I thought it was, was funny. funny. I, guess yeah. I, I guess I have a different way of doing it. So what? How does um, how does SNL happen? Um, are you working as a comic? Or are you going out? I was I getting. Mean, you're doing like, road work? I was getting a lot. I was
1: doing well getting spots. I would have like five on a Friday, five on a Saturday. At the four, Yeah. And then like two every day during the week. I was yeah. doing it every day. Right. And I was living. Coming in from Staten Island? I, no. Then I moved to Brooklyn Heights when I was like 17, 18. Yeah. And I went to college for a year. Where? At St. Francis yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah. And then after like the second my sophomore year after like a semester i just stopped because yeah. i got a an mtv show mm-hmm. and well,
0: so what show was that
1: it was like guy code or something you know, how'd you some, get that so you got an agent um i got an agent and someone saw me opening for oh, someone okay. that was on the show right and then they offered me you know and it wasn't like crazy it was just like i was like i have to put all my effort into this yeah. right now and yeah. see if it could actually go anywhere right and then if it doesn't i could always what just, was that show uh, It was. It's just like Talking Head. You're just oh. like in front of a green screen, and there's like a hip hop beat, and you're like, "Girls, pff, <laughs> talking about crazy." You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. It, you would hate it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, I mean, I don't like it now.
0: I remember um, those Talking Head shows when I was coming up, or yeah, I was already well into it, like on VH1, like the 80s, right? The 90s. Yeah. You know, the 70s, whatever it was. They just asked comics to work for nothing. Yeah, and you'd go it's up like there, three hundred like, bucks. Yeah, you yeah. Just
1: go up there and just yeah. rant.
0: When you're sort of a comic and you have some talent and they don't know what to do with you, your manager always has you do like things like, well, you know, they're do- they want you to host these segments on VH1. Right. You know, and then you're there and they put you in clothes you don't want to wear. And, uh, you're like, and they're all you know, hip clothes. Yeah. And you're doing like Tony Braxton's bio. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck happened to me? You know, like, I can't, like, it's so embarrassing, but you know, it all adds up. Yeah. I think I must've earned something.
1: Yeah. I'm very lucky that that stuff didn't really happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like you just got to be that talking head guy forever. I had, yeah.
1: Yeah the advantage of being very young
0: yeah but being also you're kind of a character so you know you got to you know you're not just young but you know you got you got your own you know groove right you know (laughs) you have to see you're unique so so all right so you do the mtv thing i
1: did that and then i got uh i met nick cannon and he signed me for a little bit yeah uh and i used to open for him yeah for like a, a year or two and that that was fun.
0: He signed you. What do you mean? He signed. He, si-
1: you? he was my manager. Did, wait,
0: he, he's a comic.
1: I don't. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, like he's one of those guys that does everything. Yeah. And so he, whenever he decided to do stand up, I would be his guy, and I would help him like write stuff.
0: So he was your manager.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kind
0: of. So why did you decide to go with him? Just because of the, was that resume? Yeah, I
1: was like seventeen, eighteen. I was, you, you knew know, nobody was? Nobody was. Right. You know, uh, right. barking at my door or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I just went with him and he seemed like a really nice guy. And then I opened some for him for like a year or two. And then I did his show Wild and Out, which is like a hip hop improv show, which was really uncomfortable for me. And uh, it gives me chills whenever I hear you the name get, wilding out. What'd you have to do? It's like dissing people, uh-huh. like rap style. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, your shirt is whack. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. You know, like, I bet your mom comes from so-and-so. Yeah,
0: did you, did you write them or was it improv?
1: Uh, no, everybody would write them, Yeah, you know, before the show.
0: Did, were you a rap fan? Were you a rap I love kid? rap. I'm yeah. just
1: not that guy. Right. I'm not like, yo, let me tell you something, you know? <laughs> I'm really not that guy and like it was like embarrassing yeah i felt yeah. really embarrassed yeah and uh what sucked was they were all so excited and so good at it the yeah. rest of the cast um and then uh i became friends with amy schumer yeah and she gave me a, a tiny little part in train wreck right and i met bill Hader, and then bill Hader seemed to like me from that
0: what were you in train wreck i saw it
1: i was a like a it was like an extra like where i was like laying on a Bed in the hospital. Oh, and they
0: were okay. Like, what happened to you? And I was yeah. like,
1: I tripped on a bong. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, around athletes? Yeah, yeah, right, right, and, right. Yeah. So I, I guess he liked it. And then I got a call. Bill did? Yeah. I yeah. got a call from my team and they were like, hey, Bill Hader recommended you to Lauren Michaels for SNL. Uh huh. And I've never. That's something I never even like had a dream about because it's so not me. Right. Like, I don't know how to act or do right. characters <laughs> yeah. or impressions. Yeah. I don't look like anybody. Right. I can only talk about my dick and my mom at yeah. this point. <laughs> so I was like, still, I'm still at that point, by the way. I still yeah. don't have much to talk about. I haven't lived anything <laughs> li- yet. And now I just work. Yeah. So I'm never going to experience life <laughs> right. ever, which is a big fear of mine. Anyway, back to the story. The, you know, so I didn't think much of it, and then I auditioned, you know, on a, I did stand-up on a show where everybody did characters. Yeah. And where I was, was like, that? It was, uh, I think at a UCB uh-huh. or something in the city. Right. And it went okay, and I was like, oh, maybe they'll, like, make a mistake and make me a writer. You yeah, know, like, right. like, them hiring me at all would be, like, probably a mistake for them, so I was like, you know, maybe I, like, could slide into the writer's room yeah. and, like, do a year and then get fired. Right. You know, right. I, was, I was like, that Or be quit, it.
0: do was, a Hannibal. I was
1: like, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So they called me in. Oh, I got a call back, and then you audition at uh, at the studio. The studio, yeah. Which is, I'm sure you know, is a dark room. Yeah, and they're in there, but they're not. Can't see them. And you're on the stage. Yeah, it's it's quiet. Yeah, and you're just you know freestyling to a camera. Yeah. So I just did like stand up again. And, you know, there was no laughter or yeah. anything very much. So I just, you know, walked out as soon. Just kind of
0: felt the weight of Lauren yeah. in the dark.
1: Yeah. I just felt like, okay, I didn't get this. Yeah. That's, that's just what happened. Yeah. I got to sit in somebody else's dressing room and yeah. look at how cool my life could be. Yeah. And I got <laughs> to do that. And, yeah. you know, I was very, like, appreciative for even getting to do that. Uh-huh. And then um, I got a call again to meet with the writers. They, were, yeah. like, they may might want to make you a writer. Yeah. And I never saw SNL before. <laughs> I still to this point.
0: You still haven't watched no, it. Now
1: I kind of now I like get into. Now I know it, you know. But I never at From this, the inside. But before I got the show, I didn't know about it. Really, I didn't know what it was. I love that, which is really bad to say, but like you know, I just I didn't grow up really watching it. Yeah, um, I watched like SpongeBob. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You right. know Drake and Josh. Yeah, you know, which is yeah. a Nickelodeon show. So. um you know, I, I had to, like, come... And you're, yeah. like,
0: what, 19? I'm, like, yeah,
1: 19. And they agents just, like, you know, make sure you go in there and say, like, what your favorite stuff is from the show. Yeah. You know, for the writers being... i meeting with the writers, and before I just YouTubed SNL. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw, like, all these... Uh, the Will Ferrell Jeopardy sketches. Yeah. I've seen all those on YouTube. Right. So I have seen the show. Right. I just didn't know because it was everything was on YouTube. All right. These, I just thought they were weird Will Ferrell sketches right. online. Yeah, yeah. So I said those, and I said, Sandler, everything he does. And then they were like, we'll get back to you. Yeah. And then I got called in to meet with Lauren. Yeah. And uh, I go in there, and- you know
0: are you nervous do you feel the weight of it or it's still like SNL doesn't mean that much to you
1: I, I didn't it's not that I didn't mean it it would be incredible it's just I have no idea what any of this is yeah this is all so crazy to me yeah I just you know I'm just gonna like you yeah. know enjoy it and, right. I, and I met with Lauren and are you high uh, I was very yeah <laughs> when you went in I was high I was high for every day I was a high person yeah from 16 to 23 till <laughs> <Yeah>. like <January.
0: laughs> to like January to like January yeah and
1: now it's like occasionally <laughs> yeah or whatever. but Um, so I, you know, I meet with him and then I don't know if it goes well. What happens? I sit down and, you know, he's there and he just starts talking to me about the show Uh and, you know, I don't really remember much of it.
0: Did he say like what he thought you might do or what you want? Did he he, ask you what you wanted to do? He was kind
1: of like, he was like, I think you're really funny. I don't know if it works best for the show. Right um you know you're very young yeah you know but I think you're really funny yeah and that was it that was it that was it and then I left I didn't hear anything for a month yeah so I was like okay I, I what I, I said I was like thank you so much for the meeting I was like really appreciate meeting with you this yeah. was you yeah. know
0: this was crazy this was crazy
1: yeah <laughs> um and then I got the a call a month later and it was Lorne he was like hey you got the show I'll I'll see you at work <laughs> And I, I just, I couldn't believe what was going on. It was all so ridiculous to right? me. Because right, I'm, right. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, so I just assumed I was going to get fired at the end of the year. So yeah. I just figured I'd have a, a lot so of So you went to work. I went to work. And what'd you do?
0: Um,
1: what'd they start you out with? I got to do stand up on update. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to like talk about sucking dick.
0: Yeah. So they bring you out as you. Yeah. They
1: yeah. bring me out as me, my first thing. And yeah. the stand up, I guess, went really well. And since then, I've I've remained on the show.
0: And you just sat there with uh, who was update then?
1: Uh, it was it was Colin and Michael. Okay, yeah. okay, that was the first year, right? Of it, so. Um, yeah, and, you know, Lauren's been really great, and he's been really nice to me, and everybody's been super nice there, and I'm still there, luckily. Are you doing characters? I don't know how to do them. I mean, like, if, (laughs) if, like, once in a while, there'll be, like, a guy that I look like, that they'll be like, you're him. Right, right. But, like, I'm not doing a good job at impersonating (laughs) it at all. Do you try to? I do, but like it actually sounds worse than my regular voice. So I usually just like, just do it. I'm myself in everything. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how I'm still on the show. Yeah. But but I'm very grateful. <laughs>
0: so what are you doing out here? Um, I'm out here
1: just doing some stand up and just uh, my girlfriend lives here. And I, Hanging like around. It, I like it here a lot. You do? Yeah. It's very relaxing. Yeah. You find yeah.
0: it you're relaxed? I'm very relaxed. What's earlier. going on with what we talked about? You know, the
1: BPD, yeah, okay. So, yeah, I got uh, I went to like rehab in like December.
0: Now, what leads up to we're talking about borderline personality disorder, right? right? And you know, if you if you don't want to talk about it, tell me, but no, I can uh, talk about it, yeah, um, because it's fascinating to me because it's like it's it's a really kind of mysterious diagnosis it's hard to diagnose and and it's very you know very specific and i you know i've dated a couple of people one i know had bpd the other one i'm I'm sure you know doesn't think she does right but it's a difficult uh uh diagnosis yes and and how did you how did it manifest itself How, how did you Think to think you had it?
1: So I've been a pothead forever. Yeah, right. And I started around October, I would say September last year. Started having like these mental breakdowns where what? I would like freak out, like rage, rage, like st- and then not remember what happened after.
0: Really? Yeah. So
1: blind rage, blind rage. Oh, um,
0: well, what would spark it?
1: I I don't even know. Oh like, wow. I, I apparently, like my girl, I was on the phone with her once, and then she like immediately was like, "Yeah, some you just like." Snapped and like you like went nuts. and you didn't no
0: no memory. I had
1: no memory of it. Like wow. I, then like I later on I would remember it like in pictures, kind of, uh-huh. and like kind of remember it right. like in a fog. Wow. But like n- I wouldn't know what happened till after I broke something or after I came to. Uh huh. So I was under the assumption that I I was like maybe it's the weed. Yeah. You know I never really did any other drugs. Right. So I was like, I'm, I'm gonna try and go to rehab. You know, my doctor for weed. Yeah. yeah, I was like, maybe that'll that'll be helpful. Yeah. Um. So I I go, you know, and I I get off weed, and, you know, they're they told me there they're like, you might be bipolar or whatever, right. and sure. I was like, okay, so we're gonna try you on these meds or whatever, and then, I got out, and then I started smoking weed again. And
0: And you're on meds.
1: And I'm on meds. So I was like, I was feeling a little better. So, you know, two months go by and I just snapped. I was smoking weed every day. I just like snapped and like I had a really bad mental breakdown. So I like freaked out and I was like, it has to be like, it has to be weed. I was like, this is what it has to be. So I like said i'm like i'm getting sober i'm like i was like i'm quitting drugs and i said i I quit drugs and then like i should have just kind of said i'm quitting weed yeah because now people think i do drugs right you know so like i'm very embarrassed at this point and like what did you tell the show I told the show I was like I'm quitting drug like I to me I thought everybody was telling me weed is a drug you're a drug addict you smoke weed all the time and I was like I guess I am a drug yeah, you know yeah. I I'm very scared and I don't know what I have mm-hmm. for this is like but you know it's mental I know there's something wrong yeah. so four or five months go by of this happening so I was like I I was like I'm gonna stop I was like you know I'll do this yeah. and I keep going to therapy. And then I was I didn't smoke or do, you know, drink or anything for like And you're three, off the
0: psych meds?
1: For three months. No, I'm not. still on them. Mm-hmm. I was on it for like three months. I didn't do anything. And I ne I still felt the same. I still felt like something was fucked up and something was wrong. And I found out uh I have BPD, which is borderline personality disorder.
0: And and, and who diagnosed
1: that? Um one of the doctor one of my uh my psychiatrist uh-huh I not therapist psychiatrist, yeah, yeah they're all the same thing. So sure. I don't
0: know which one it is and that and and what you know what what was the um, what were the sort of like how did he do the interview that led him to that conclusion
1: um, he was always saying uh, like before this big meltdown yeah. happened he was like you know you're probably bipolar or borderline we we just kind of have to figure it out and then after that started happening he was like you're you're borderline this Mm -hmm. is what it is because you
0: don't have prolonged depression
1: yeah she was like we i'm depressed all the time but like right it it, whatever they said they're really close and it doesn't really come out until this age really they were like this is the age where it kind of
0: but now am i wrong in thinking that borderline is behavioral and bipolar is is actually chemical I, I think so I'm
1: not like exactly
0: because I, sure, I, I they're know both either. so
1: close and they're what I'm being treated with is like D, called DBT skills yeah which is dialectical behavior yeah and uh and they're both like the, they're treated kind of like the same so it's you're on you're
0: still on psych meds and you so, do- yeah
1: I'm on new psych meds because it wasn't working we're switch, and I've been going to therapy every single what are day. DBT uh things you know just like a fear of a, it's like fear of, a, of abandonment.
0: Well, that's right. That's the big thing with right. the bi- so, borderline. Yeah.
1: So like you learn, because I would always be like, I think everybody's mad at me. Everybody hates me. Like I'm going to lose my friends. i right. lose my girlfriend. Like my family hates me. And I would always just like hmm. be all around. I'd be worried all the time and I'd be freaking out. And then this thing, this class, you know, teaches you how to use those skills and how to like be kind of independent. Uh huh. Is I guess the word to just
0: sort of say to realize that like like your thoughts aren't necessarily real, right? Yeah, it's right. like it's
1: like steps to like thought processing. Like right. you have this thought, you have these feelings, you have these urges. You're gonna freak out. W- try waiting it out ten minutes. Right. Try going for a walk.
0: What's DBT stand for?
1: Uh, dialectical behavior therapy. And 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 is it working? It is working slowly but surely. Like I have, I've been having a lot of problems. Like this this whole year has been a fucking nightmare. Like because of this, this has been the worst year of my life. Like for, you know, getting diagnosed with this and trying to figure out how to learn with this and Mm -hmm. uh, live with this and, like, just learning all about it and going to doctors nonstop. It's getting better, but it's, like, it's taking a while.
0: And you go to therapy, like,
1: talk therapy every week? I go to talk therapy, and they also... I have, like, this book, and we go over, like, skills... No kidding, because... implement them.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah. do, Do any of them track it to the loss of your dad?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the big... That's the big one. They it was like however i lived my childhood in fear and Uh all of this stuff is related and also
0: you were fundamentally you know violently abandoned
1: yeah that's that's uh, my big thing is trust it's like you know one day he was here and then the next day you know they're gone like i have trouble when like i used to have trouble when sometimes my mom would be like i'm going out you know i've you know when people say they're leaving and coming back yeah i get like a really big fear like that they're not going to come back
0: Well, I think, isn't the prognosis pretty good? Like, especially if you're getting treatment. Like, I know that 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 borderline is difficult to treat, but some people actually grow out of it.
1: Yes, some people grow out of it and eventually don't need to do any of the stuff anymore. So that's, like, what I'm going to therapy with the hope of.
0: Isn't that fascinating, though, in the way that, like, because you were conscious enough that you were seven years old and you were emotionally attached and, and awake when that happened, when your father got killed that you know that that wired your brain right yeah yeah because the person i knew who had it also had loss in her life around that age yeah and you know it, and it just like it just you can't comprehend what happened but you do know that you know people can leave or die in you know one day right and that's that yeah wow and is the so the talk therapy is helping you what do you usually start with the day and figure and track yeah, your feeling it's day by day right
1: because like you know I, you could wake up a completely different person yeah you know and
0: just submerged in depression yeah self-hatred. you just wake up
1: and you're like the world is coming in on you and it's all about like getting out of that and using your tools right like going through this book mm-hmm. and like as like it's so hard and like lame yeah but like once you like you know actually do it and go through the book and you're like i'm gonna use this skill or like hold ice is right. something or take a cold shower or listen yeah. to your favorite song really loud it sounds fucking lame and annoying but like when you do it it actually kind of works
0: sure because like if you if you engage in those habits that eventually the neural pathways yeah, you
1: trick your brain yeah and yeah. you
0: do it enough right it stays tricked yeah yeah <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta try to get i your have brain... to
1: convince myself i'm happy now yeah well, that, that's well, been, like, my
0: goal. Let's what's, what's, what's not go crazy. How about okay? Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would love to be
1: okay, Mark. That would be incredible. I, I Just to be okay would be incredible.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I know the feeling, man. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing all right. So do, you, do you, it's good that there's treatment and that you... You have support, and you, you didn't blow up your relationship, right? You know,
1: yeah. Being yeah, I don't know how she's still with me. I yeah. mean, being in a relationship with someone you know like myself must be incredibly difficult,
0: but 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 engaging. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I mean it's always exciting. Hands on. Yeah, she. You know, there's always something new for sure.
0: <laughs> and sometimes like that, you know, for certain people, it's like you know, what if their life's a little slow? you like, right. always be like well, he's guaranteed to yeah, he's to a occupy. bundle
1: of fun <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're always on uh, your toes uh,
0: so so what happens now when you're gonna when, when you go back to New York you set up with people there to therapists and stuff
1: yeah I have uh, another set over there so whenever I'm here I can do it here and whenever I'm there I can do it there
0: and when do you go back are you gonna go back to when's the season start or season when?
1: starts like I think September or and like you're mid? in September I'm in so <laughs> I, I made it back so um <laughs> yeah
0: you're going to figure out how to draw from the uh, the new diagnosis for your comedy right.
1: well i'm so happy like now that i know that something is i always thought something was wrong yeah, and yeah. Then when you find out something is actually wrong it's like very reassuring
0: but it's weird because some a lot of borderlines are are, are very manipulative and and have very black and white thinking did you have that stuff like um, you know,
1: I I think the manipulation thing I definitely had, yeah. where I would try to make someone feel a certain type of way, and mm-hmm. and then if they felt that way, I would feel good, right, right. But if they right. didn't feel that way, I would think something's wrong and that they're mad at me. Oh, well, so I would like oh, I with yeah. words, I would yeah. like try and sway people into saying the exact thing that yeah, I needed yeah, to yeah. hear. But
0: when you say you hate me, you don't really mean that, right?
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly I'm like you hate me don't you and she's like well I'm like you don't you know it's always like whatever whatever question I ask I'm expecting the opposite answer
0: well, that's interesting so like when because like now i'm d- now i'm just uh, i'm doing self-therapy so like when you're with somebody who loves you you're right. like you don't love me yeah that thing and she'll be like of course of course yeah, i do, do. and i'm like God, no you, you don't just no i it. know
1: something's up yeah, i know yeah. something's wrong and that could be very fucking frustrating for the other person oh, you just drain
0: them they're, they're draining exhausted.
1: them they're, they're just so strung out and tired of yeah. answering the same exact <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. questions
0: you want to leave right yeah
1: you want to get you just want to pack up and get the, <laughs> the fuck out of here don't you
0: yeah, you don't love me. And then anymore. when they finally break down, you're like, "Okay, uh, see, I knew it." Yeah. Yeah, 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 as soon as they have yeah, a break, yeah. yeah. Or else you're like, "All right, all right, sorry, come on." Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm being I crazy. Yeah, I'm yeah. crazy. It's BPD. It's yeah. either I knew it or yeah. I'm, okay. I'm yeah. being crazy. All right, don't go. It's don't exactly go. what it's like. Oh, I think I had it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think I'm better, but yeah. I think I've avoided. <laughs> all right. Well, that was helpful. Yeah. Well, it's great to talk to you, man, and and I'm glad you're being proactive in all this shit, and uh, and have a good season. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Well, that was heavy but beautiful, a heavy but beautiful conversation with Pete Davidson. Uh, I was very happy to uh, have hung out with him. We text occasionally. It's nice. Good kid, that kid. Okay? All right. I'm going to, uh, I think I'll play some guitar. Yeah, I'm going to play some dirty. You guys like this dirty shit, and I think that's my oeuvre. That's my natural state. Greasy guitar playing. Hold on. Boomer lives.